1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba At participating McDonald's. This is the Olive Magazine podcast, a weekly slice of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. I'm Janine, Olive's food director and podcast host, and this is episode number 194. This week sees the return of Olive favourite and podcast regular John Gregory Smith, a food writer and author who specialises in writing about Middle Eastern food. John's written some great recipes for our Easter issue inspired by one of his favourite destinations, Tel Aviv. It's a city that's rich in food culture and we take an armchair tour from extravagant breakfast spreads to buzzing markets and late night clubbing and snacking, which John really brings to life with his tales and recommendations. So let's have a listen. So, um, welcome back to the podcast, John Gregory Smith and these unusual (laughs) circumstances. Um, I was actually meant to do a podcast with John last week when yeah. everything went insane and uh, i was going to go around your house and we were going to cook together and we were going to chat and catch up and hug and now we're on opposite sides of london uh, and recording no, through zoom
0: yeah no hugging any sort of virtual touching
1: yeah virtual waving <laughs> at each other um but yeah so the reason we were going to get together was to talk about uh, your feature in our easter issue which is all about food from tel aviv yeah. um but first of all, I thought I'd just check in and say, how's it going? How's your life? Yeah. What's going on? How are you coping?
0: I mean, it's super weird. I'm not going to lie. I um, was in my flat for a week and uh, which obviously you've been to. I live in a really lovely flat, but it's pretty tiny. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm not someone who I, I have to express myself through words quite a lot. I have to talk. So I found yeah. being on my own just too weird. So I decamped to my family's home uh last week so i'm I'm with my sister and her family and her kids so hence all that that's they're (laughs) not my drawings and it's it's brilliant like it you know but it's completely weird like you know when i do my hour exercise every day and go outside you remember that it's like yeah it's real and it's like it's just so strange and the the worst thing is you know like when you feel like this all Mm. you want to do is be close to people and touch people and like you know, console with your friends and your family. And you, you can't. It You have yeah. to stay clear of everyone. It's horrible.
1: But you've been doing a lot more on Instagram, haven't you? I've, I've noticed you've done a lot yeah. more stories and little cook-alongs. What were you, were you just thinking? Like, I mean, some of them are really useful. Like you did a great guide to um, stalker bud ingredients. Yeah.
0: So I thought I would just sort of chill out what I do in terms of the Middle Eastern thing and try and just do sort of tips and recipes that are just super easy and relevant yeah. to now. Because, I, you know, like if I do like some amazing Middle Eastern banquet, it's all well and good, but people can't get most of the ingredients. So it yeah. would just be too too hard. So I thought I would just rein it in and do things like some pasta dishes, some store cupboard tricks, um, I did this sort of lunch thing where you know you batch cook a load of roasted vegetables and can then make a different meal every oh, yeah, day. so that was great. Just yeah. things like that that I think, are, yeah. are, that are, you know, relevant for right now.
1: Yeah, and in a way, it's kind of it's the way we're cooking, isn't it? Because yesterday I, I made some soda bread because yeah. I was writing a feature about cheese and I was like, well, I've got cheese, I've got a bit of flour, I've got bicarb. And actually, soda bread's lush, isn't it? I completely yeah. forgot how nice it was yeah. and how easy it is to and make. It is, but you're,
0: it's, it's, yeah, it's a it, non-needer, isn't it? So it's yeah. sort of, you know, it's, it's a good one to start with.
1: And but we're kind of everyone... doing stuff, yeah. No,
0: like, go on, love.
1: Have... All right, I was just going to say we're kind of doing stuff based on how we're living ourselves. Yeah. Because even though we're food writers... We're still restricted by what we can get our hands on. Hundred
0: percent. And but what's interesting now is everyone's got so much time that you know it's sort of like it's suddenly doing something slow, cooking or like Mm. bread, in people's heads. What they're kind of thinking is it will kill an hour. And yeah, frankly, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. So, how? What's your? Have, have you set yourself up a new kind of routine then? Of that?
0: Yeah. Well, I actually love routine. I'm such a sad old man. I yeah. so, like up at seven. Yeah. <laughs> have my two coffees before seven thirty. Oh,
1: did you bring your little Turkish yes, coffee pot with ter- you? And I went. Did
0: you know what? <laughs> this is awful, but I did stockpile Turkish coffee because it's really hard to get anywhere apart from my one shop. Is it? So I just went and bought tons. And... I'm sure they
1: would have been quite happy that they, you know that they sold that exactly
0: it's not like you know it's it's a non-essential <laughs> but I, I i kind of loved it and then i do i do my sort of instagram in the morning film yeah. a video around half 10 11 because the light in the kitchen is beautiful yeah. and then just sort of spend the day either doing emailing or a bit of editing and then yeah. get outside they've got a lovely there's a garden there so just do a bit yeah. of exercise and that's it i mean it's super weird it's slightly like Probably what you would do if you were like in prison, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, have a turn around the yard and come in and do some do some writing. It's weird.
1: I think it's it's weird, but the it's a bit like I've got a, a little dog who you might be able to hear squeaking behind oh, me because I, <laughs> Marlon. Marlon. Um, but he, you know, part of the thing about having a dog and a child is um, is routine and mm. how important that is. And I think for us now that we're all stuck indoors. It's really important to kind of do things. at And when we first got into lockdown, like my husband was saying, it's really important that we have this routine and we do certain things at certain times of the day because it calms you. Yeah. And actually, to begin with, I was... Oh, obviously, I was fighting it, but now I'm like, I'm fully on board.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and it is small things like, you know, just basically what would be really nice is if we all just sit in our pants and drink wine all day but you 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 just can't so you've got to get up you've got to do something you've got to get dressed you've got to have a routine but what I will say is thank beep for wine because by the time it gets to six (laughs) o'clock oh my god is it so necessary
1: yeah it's true I mean I I I like you, because we we still have to produce the magazine, so yeah. we're, we're we're quite busy doing it all remotely. But um, but I'm giving myself a little like six thirty. It's okay now. You can have a little glass yeah. of wine once once you put your computer down and everything. And I think it's but, really um,
0: like, do you know what I think? Because it is so weird at the moment. It's just too, too bizarre. Yeah. Actually, one or two is just such a nice, a nice <laughs> tonic, isn't it? Just calm yeah. down, help you sleep. It's brilliant.
1: But one of the things we're going to try to keep doing on the podcast is obviously, you know, we're not going to be banging on about coronavirus week in, week out because we understand that people also want a bit of escapism, Hell yeah. which is where you come in. Yeah, let's <laughs> um, do it. So let's go back to Tel Aviv. So um I just did a little bit of a mini research. Obviously, you know, no one could travel at the minute. No one's saying you should be traveling at the minute. But what we can do and what's going to lift all of our spirits is doing a bit of armchair travel and yeah. making those plans for when we can get back on the road and maybe thinking about destinations that mm. we've not thought about before. And for me, one place I've never thought about going to was Tel Aviv. Yeah, um, It just wasn't really on my radar. I didn't really understand what kind of city it was, but um, you're, you're a big fan, aren't you? You've been going there for how many? Six years? Six,
0: seven years. I absolutely love it, Janine. I think it's... Um, Food-wise, it's one of the most exciting cities literally in the world because yeah. it's it, the, the, Israel as a country is tiny, but the, yeah. t, you know Tel Aviv is a pretty tiny city, but it's so packed full of people from all over the world. So you've got yeah. like, you know, there's Jews from everywhere, from like Iraq to Yemenite to Polish to American. Yeah. You've got obviously like all the kind of Arab influence from... A bit we can't really talk about. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's obviously like heavy Arab influence there as well. And it, it, as a city, it's got that like food is ingrained into it, a bit like New York in that everyone is consuming something all the time and everyone loves to eat out. London, we're definitely getting there, but it's got that kind of everyone love loves to eat out. So it's super exciting culinary-wise. And a lot of the places that I mentioned have have got a very rich culinary heritage. They've got that as well, plus, you know, like hot young chefs doing new things. So the food scene, then... You've got this, you know, beautiful city on the beach, Wynn, mm. lovely, gorgeous. And then they go in, going out. I mean, it's like a revelation. They just like, the Tel Avivites, whatever you want to call them, they absolutely love to party. And yeah. they do it in just such a cool way. Like <laughs> they, you know, everything happens late. It's such a sexy, cool city. So everyone goes out late. Mm. They look fabulous. They yeah. drink, they sit on rooftops and then they go to these wicked clubs. And... and- it's sort of not, they're not sort of mad, it's like European clubs, they're just a bit kind of more relaxed. Yeah. And you know, it's just it's just super fun, it's really fun.
1: I thought what we could do, because I thought it was, as I was reading around it, um, I realised you're right, they do seem to eat and drink all day. Yeah. I thought we could do a like morning to evening, like, like a day in the life of Tel Aviv, like yeah, the of sort course. of things that you would do. So yeah. like, so let's start off with Um, my parents will listen to this
0: there's certain things that I can't say (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) well we'll keep it you know we'll keep it kid-friendly but um, (laughs) but just starting off with breakfast which should be quite safe um (laughs) (laughs) yeah what sort of um is that is it a big deal yeah. breakfast, so breakfast
0: obviously is you know you're in the world of shakshuka you're in the world yeah. of hummus so you know on the weekend you can go for like a mega brunch everywhere so they've got a mm. market called carmel market which is right in the center of tel aviv nice. and it's like the, the main market's just gorgeous and it's beautiful fresh produce and baklava and all this loveliness and then there's loads of little alleys with cafes all, all off it yeah. So, you know, shakshuka's big business there. Yeah. Um, but the other thing in the Middle East is um, hummus is not eaten like how we eat it in a sort of sad uh, s- sad, with with a sad little stick. pit bread. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, and it's really funny. If you say that to someone who lives around there, they're like, I don't understand. That's so weird. There, they're literally, you get a ginormous bowl of hummus with different yeah. toppings on, quite often an egg, oh. lovely herbs, spices, yeah. and a spoon. And you just go for it. Yeah. And there'll always be pitta. And actually what they do as well in Tel Aviv is they give you uh, wh- white onion wedges. And the point being, if you don't want to fill up on the pitta, you use yeah. the white onion as a scoop. Oh. And, and yeah, so that would be breakfast. And, and one of my favourite hummus places actually in the world is is a little cafe called Shalomo and Dorian. And it's just off Carmel Market. They, ob- they open from like six till about 11. Yeah. And they just sell hummus. And you can get like different toppings on your hummus so like fried meat or this they do one called balkan hummus which is like a smoked aubergine that's the one i did for you guys which is just insane so it's like smoked aubergine with salad on top or they do the fool which is um so fool is more like an egyptian style hummus with fava beans i don't love it it's got a really funny smell but that that and kind of you know like coffee is really big there so everything from like you know, your Aussie-style creamy yeah. chocolatey coffee to, like, really good Arab coffee.
1: So that so kind of, like, hip cafe society oh is really... Oh, my God, really... it's so
0: hipster out there. Yeah. Like, it's... Israelis are beautiful people. They're just stunners, all of them. <laughs>
1: and they're
0: so gorgeous. And they're yes. so hip. Like, the way yeah. they dress. Even saying hip is so uncool. But, yeah. like, you know, they just dress like effortlessly everyone yeah, yeah, looks yeah. like they could be in like a new band it's just they're just yeah. so cool and it's kind of reflected in all the cafes and stuff it's yeah. lovely
1: so everyone's people watching as well
0: yeah well i mean i certainly am yeah. definitely like jaw to the ground half the time
1: <laughs> and then um you mentioned beaches so there's quite a big beach culture as yeah. well isn't there have mm-hmm. you played matt cot so Apparently.
0: i'm really bad at it it's, is it, it's called mizcot is Was it mizcot oh, am i
1: it's, it's spelt mat so, so I'm just being really ignorant no, about it. No, you're probably
0: right, because I'm dyslexic, so I quite often yeah. just make up words in my head. But essentially, essentially, that's a fancy word for bat and ball on the beach.
1: Paddle ball, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But they
0: absolutely love it over there, and it's really funny. So you're, they've got basically the whole of Tel Aviv is on this beautiful coastline, and there's different yeah. beaches all the way along. And um, they, they get... So the, week, the weekend in Israel is Friday and Saturday. And Saturday... So Friday, basically, everyone just does what they want you go out the markets are really busy friday night is shabbat so a lot so if you're not in tel aviv actually it's super quiet friday night but tel aviv it's okay but saturday's dead in the morning it's just there's nothing to do so everybody goes to the beach and it is Mm. funny because you just see all these like amazingly stunning people all playing Mm. and it's that funny like (laughs) batting noise (laughs) yeah
1: and what about the markets? Is it like food markets or is it antiques or is it, you know, what, um, what sort of things
0: are? I'm sure they've got antiques. Actually, there is a big flea market in Jaffa. Flea market.
1: On... Yeah, I read, I read flea market. Yeah, so there's a big, Jaffa.
0: big one yeah. around the tower clock. Um, and it, you know, it just sells all, all I don't know, flea junky stuff. I don't really, that's not really my ba- bag actually. Yeah. What, <laughs> what I love is the food markets and they're yeah. literally everywhere. Really? So they start, wow. you can go all around Jaffa, so around the flea market, there's amazing like cafes and little mm. bars um, and like lovely little food stores everywhere. Then you've got, you walk through an area called Levinsky, which is so cool. It's sort of like a bit like what Shoreditch was in sort of 2000, you know, like right. very urban, graffiti everywhere everywhere. A bit rough around the edges, but so cool. And they've got a Levinsky Market, which is a street. And it's just got the coolest, like, little cafes, hummus shops, falafel, shawarma, like, everywhere. Mm. Then you have Carmel Market, which is the central one that's massive. And it's, it's just, it's so cool. Like, it's beautiful.
1: So would people be wandering around there doing a bit of shopping and then stopping off and having a falafel yeah. or a, yeah, yeah or just, absolutely. Or just eating, eating on the roof you you kind of thing. You
0: can do what you want. You can like graze. You mm. can pick up like a... So everything is served in pita So if you get yeah. the sabish sandwich that we did or falafel yeah. sandwich or shawarma. So they would call that all actually sandwich when you're there. They just say get yeah, me a sandwich.
1: sandwich.
0: Yeah. And for us, it would be like something in pita So you can obviously, that's brilliant to eat on the go. But all these places are really cool and they'll have like a couple of stalls and you can just sit and have a beer and watch the world go by. And then actually, my th- there's this amazing woman who runs these walking tours. Um, the company's called Delicious Israel, and Inbal, who runs it, is is really cool. She's a good oh, friend wow. of mine.
1: Yeah. And
0: she, if you are there and you want to do a sort of edible tour, just yeah. go to her. Hers are the best. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. super cool and really fun. She took me to a new market called H- Hatvika or Hatvika Hatvika market yeah. in an area called Hatvika, which is sort of a really old, like working man's district, like laborers' district. So it was okay. like a lot of like Iraqi Jews, Yemenite Jews, and the markets really kind of old school and a bit different. So like yeah. Carmel Market's super hipster, yeah. And this it would be like going to the one in um, what's the market by London Fields,
1: uh, Broadway Bro- Market, Bro- Broadway. Yeah, it yeah. would be
0: a bit like that. You know, it's just yeah. dead cool. Whereas is, yeah. like really old school, traditional. Old school, yeah, and I I ate food there that I've never seen before in my life
1: amazing. and i
0: love that and you and it, what was really cool you love
1: a new discovery don't love you? a new discovery so she like
0: this amazing yemenite bread called jakun and it's yeah. like slightly weird like rolled puff pastry and, wow. and like a log and then it's yeah. boiled for hours in like a very rich meat stock oh. so it goes soft but it's dense and then it's served with um boiled eggs and zoog, which is that like chili paste oh. And it's, it's really heavy. Yeah, it sounds so
1: the, like, a, like a dumpling.
0: It's quite weird. And I think the point being is one of those, you know, if you were like out in the field or doing manual labor, yeah. you need something it would keep you super going. heavy. Yeah. And then, then we actually also ate these like Iraqi dumplings that are like in, they're almost in like a sort of semolina. In, instead of like a dumpling dough, it's like a semolina dough. With, with meat inside steamed. So it looks like a Chinese dumpling and then again served with like a red soup,
1: yeah. And it
0: was, it's just like, I, I, when I get really excited, I just flap my hands. So I am just <laughs> running around. It was almost like I was about to take off. I just <laughs> loved it. It was so wicked. And, and it was a different vibe. So, you know, were, you were more in danger of getting like shoved out of the way by a little old lady. Yeah. And I, it's quite nice to mix it up like that.
1: Stick around for more from John including some brilliant recipes you can try at home. It's interesting you said... Um, Your guide, your sort of walking guide, because it apparently, because I've never been there, but I was reading, it's a very walkable place yeah. as in you can spend a couple of hours and you can cover such a lot of ground and that's yeah. what people do
0: so. and and yeah and it's so nice to walk around because you've got like the beachy bit which some of it's like a bit like miami it's beautiful buildings on the beach wow. you've got jaffa which is like the old arabic quarter which is a bit more like with the mosques and and the more yeah. sort of the moorish architecture uh then you've got like the bauhaus districts so you've got these amazing like art deco buildings yeah then the grungy neighborhood so it's it to just walk and get lost is like the best way to see it all, really.
1: Yeah, because I think there's it, it is known as a kind of cultural center as well. You yeah. know, museums, beautiful architecture, oh. lots of art, lots of music. So yeah. if that's your bag, and yeah, you, you wouldn't be. I mean, that's then, all um, the tick
0: boxes, really, isn't it? Food, yeah. <laughs> art, music, culture, and and it's super safe as well. So you can literally yeah. you just you can trot off anywhere you like, and you know get lost and explore. It's brilliant.
1: Yeah, and then. So moving on to evening time, what's the... <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. This is this is like, <laughs> grandma here is going to be like, what time do they eat in Tel Aviv, John? It's
0: super weird. It's one of is the it? weird cities where if basically if you have a reservation before 10 o'clock, they just, they don't really understand it. You know, if you <laughs> if you say, oh, can I have a table at eight? They're like, yeah, sure. Why? It, like, there's no one there. The restaurant's sort of open at like half eight, nine o'clock and there's no one there till 10. Yeah. And then if you... There's, this, there's a square, actually. there's a main, One of the main roads is called Allenby. And off Allenby is the, the sort of, it's called Central Synagogue. And there's this big square with loads of restaurants and stuff. And because of the weather, everything's outside. It's all wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it is weird. If you go for a table at 10, there's just yeah. not that many people there. By the time you leave at like half 11, it's even packed. on a Monday night, it's packed. But I think the big thing there is it's because of the weather, when everyone finishes work, and yeah. they'll they'll go out. So they'll go running or swimming. Oh, or I
1: see. So or, there's that big in, gap.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you enjoy the weather. Then you go home. Apartments are quite tiny. So you kind of yeah. sort yourself out and then you go and eat late. And But they don't drink like we do. So if we go out at seven <laughs> on a Monday, we'll guarantee to have drank two bottles of wine by nine o'clock. There they might have one or two drinks and call it a day. That's yeah. why they can stay out, you know, till 11 or 12.
1: Oh, okay, and it's sort of yeah. no problem,
0: but it just makes it super fun. You know, the atmosphere is yeah. wicked.
1: Let's talk a bit more in detail about the food because mm. I've got your absolutely gorgeous Tel Aviv feature in front of me. Um, so one of the things we just talked about there that I want to go into into a bit more detail is the sabich. Oh that yes, sandwich. Showing you it. Showing you it now on the oh, screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what is that? It basically that it is classically the the aubergine and the egg yeah. that makes
0: it so traditionally it's an Iraqi sandwich and um actually I was introduced by that lady inbal who I was talking about earlier yeah and I asked her to take me on a street food tour and sort of show me this what well, this is my first trip to Tel Aviv I wanted to see like the main sort of the big hero dishes so your yeah. your shawarma your falafel and I didn't know it but sabish is one of them uh, so it's an Iraqi sandwich and essentially it's fried aubergines that are either pretty much always deep fried or like griddled, griddled. but mainly so deep really fried, soft. really yeah. soft. And then the seasonings they put on are um, cinnamon and then okay. a sort of mix that's a little bit like, uh, what's that Indian spice mix that's got mango powder in it? Um, um,
1: or like chat, 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 masala. chat masala. So they yeah. use
0: something like that. So you've got cinnamon and and like a sort of chut, so you quite a lot of spices, and then, mm. then they so the, the aubergines are soft and sort of very well spiced and seasoned, and then it goes into a pitter with the chopped egg,
1: yeah,
0: loads of tahini. So they just use raw tahini, but it's oh, it's wow. it's really it's it. it it's not bitter like some of the stuff no. we get here. It's really lovely and smooth. Um, then a chopped salad, which will be, you know, cucumber, onion, tomato, um, pickles, and then yeah. a thing called amber. And amber's this crazy, like, mango and fenugreek um, puree almost, like a chutney. Like and a it, sauce
1: kind of thing. Yeah, and it's, yeah.
0: you know, it will come out of a squeezy bottle and it's yeah. it's kind of bright yellow like a bit you know when you it looks a bit like unnatural but it's got this amazing sweet sour tang
1: oh nice and it
0: just adds such a good depth into that sandwich and it just hits everything it's brilliant
1: amazing and and the other one i wanted to talk about as well was your your late night onion flower. oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah just to say that's a beach you said you had your favorite one is from a place called sabich number no. 10 off Telenyaki
0: or something street uh
1: it's it um, it's Chernichovsky street <laughs> yeah that i one. think i've got that right you can <laughs> see it wait but this that recipe for the sabich the you tricked out the tahini a little bit because you whizzed it with some parsley and mint so you made like a green tahini yeah. on the recipe which is absolutely delicious it is, it's good isn't it it's yeah, lovely. and and actually, we're going to have that on the website by the time the magazine comes out, so people can go and dry oh, that. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, a really spectacular one was the um, the late night onion flower. So, can you describe that for yeah, the so listeners? Essentially,
0: an onion flower yeah. is when you, if you think about a big white onion, it's obviously yeah. it's it's like a flower that's all closed. So, if you cut it, say into quarters or eighths, which is I think yeah. what I do. And splay it open, it will open out like a yeah, flower. Yeah,
1: like a flower.
0: And um, so obviously Tel Aviv being some, you know, someone with quite an advanced food scene, you can get a- anything there. If you want sushi, yeah. Thai food, it's all there. Yeah. And one of my favorite places was a is a burger place on Allenby Street called Burger Co. or the American Burger America
1: Co. America Burgers, That's yeah. That's it. Yeah.
0: And I went in there like quite regularly, and they used to do <laughs> I used to get burger. The onion flour and they used to do like a boozy milkshake with tequila in, which was so pleasing. <laughs> and the onion flour is just amazing. Cause when it when it fries, it's battered, mm. it kind of sets. So you can almost just rip pieces off
1: and yeah, dunk it, it in. It's beautiful because we we did it in the test kitchen and I was like, I'm not sure about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you have to like but, you know, you have to dredge the whole thing in, yeah. in egg and flour and then you deep fry it. And then by the time it comes out of the fryer, it looks like a big golden kind of crunchy crispy yeah. flour. And like the and tips
0: you, are super crispy. Yeah. And then the bottom can, of it's a bit mushy. So when you could just pull it off really yeah, easily. Yeah, you pull,
1: you pull each petal of yeah. onion out and then like crunch down on it. And it's such, again, for talking about simple recipes, it's such a simple recipe because I think... The coating is um, flour, a bit of smoked paprika, some garlic granules, which you mix together with some seasoning. And then um, it's just like dipping egg in milk and then dredging the flour and then deep fry. Mm, so it's really, really nice. It's that kind so of, um,
0: you know, that expression like luxe junk food. Yeah. It's just like taking onion ring to like <laughs> the next level.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, and lastly, maybe we'll talk about because... We, I think we were just saying about, you know, obviously a bit more difficult to get food these days, but I think one thing that I've seen a lot of is fruit and veg, because we've obviously mm-hmm. got a lot of suppliers supplying fruit and veg now, veg box mm-hmm. schemes or so. So, um, your white city sweet potatoes, cause this is a lovely, lovely, simple recipe using one of yeah, your favorite nice. things. I think the Aleppo pepper flakes.
0: Yeah. And, you know, let's just caveat now, if you can't get the Aleppo pepper flakes, don't think you can't make this. You could either use yeah. um, just chilli flakes, any chilli flakes or fresh chilli you've got in, the, in yeah. the cupboards, or if you've got it or can get it, smoked yeah. paprika or just plain paprika.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that would and you, do yeah.
0: beautifully. But this was just, so they've got um, one of the kind of, the, there's loads of very cool restaurants in uh, Tel Aviv that do like, you know it's all sharing plates but they kind of really focus in on one ingredient and loads of them will just do like a barbecued sweet potato that they literally just throw on hot coals and it blisters and chars and then you serve it with sour cream and some spices and that is it but it's just the the flavor of that smokiness and the kind of gets into the potato skin yeah and it makes it just so delicious yeah. and then you know because everyone you know sweet potatoes inherently have that lovely richness yeah so that sour creamy tang just cuts through it gorgeous yeah, it's,
1: and it, it's I think you finish yours as well with um it's so pretty. you've got a few little chopped pistachios and some pomegranate seeds on top but again like it's it really is the combo of the the sweet potato with the sour cream and the sort of like spicy pepper
0: mm, that's giving it's really you that, nice like, and it's then, super
1: comforting isn't it yeah
0: and with the pomegranate seeds obviously it's really easy just to throw them in for the sake of it because they're so pretty but yeah. in this Again. case it's that it's that <laughs> crunch that's really yeah. lovely because you've got all these smooth textures and you get that lovely crunch and then that pop of sour against the sweetness so it's just beautiful
1: and i guess any nuts would i mean you could use like almonds or something on top of that as well can you
0: walnuts you know what even like just if you get plain peanuts and toast them actually they've got an amazing flavor
1: yeah i think we're going to spend a lot of time in the next couple of months basically given a lot of substitutions for recipes oh my god yeah we're all, le- we're all i mean we're all learning aren't we we're all like will this work yeah. i'm just gonna try it anyway because or, or you know you like, might if, as well
0: I, I was trying to do something the other day and i thought i've, I've got like pretty much everything and then realized i had like the wrong flower and yeah. normally i would have just gone right i'm just going get the right one whereas yeah, now me I'm too.
1: Like, let's just make we'll try it, happen, it anyway See what let's happens. Just, yeah, yeah see what happens what there's nothing to lose really <laughs> exactly but, um, <laughs> but yeah if you um if people want to go and seek out those recipes, uh, they should be online on uh, olivemagazine.com this weekend uh, when the when the um, when this is out, and also um, Easter issue. If you're if you happen to be bobbing into a supermarket to get your essentials <laughs> once a day, uh, the issue should be on the shelves as well. It looks absolutely stunning. So um, I'm going to send you a copy in the post. Oh, well, I can't wait! You always <laughs> do
0: such. You literally you always nail them. It's so fun. Yeah. I'm definitely coming to the next shoot. By the way
1: yeah i want you to and, 100%. and i'm gonna hug you oh, <laughs> so <yes>! much <laughs> mass hugging
0: <laughs> yeah and
1: you can make me that tequila milkshake <gasps> yes
0: that would be fun wouldn't it
1: um but yeah i think um yeah well let, let's keep in touch and hopefully come back on again soon and we'll do a proper proper cook along with Any all the bells time, and whistles And yeah time. thank you so much for giving us a little taste of tel aviv today though john Love pleasure it. my pleasure So that was this week's podcast. If you want to explore more of our back catalogue of almost 200 episodes, you'll find us on all the main podcast platforms and on our website, olivemagazine.com, where you'll also find tons of useful recipes and cooking advice. We also have a brilliant subs offer on the magazine at the moment, where you can get five issues delivered for only £5. Just go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash pod, that's O-L-P-O-D, to get the offer. After your first five issues, you automatically pay 20 99 for every six issues that you can cancel at any time. T's and C's apply. So that's it for this week. Stay safe and we'll see you next week when we'll have a brand new episode to listen to.